Good morning, everyone. It feels so surreal to be here since this is where I grew up as a teenager. This is where I was baptized. I remember seeing Ralph's daughters running around as toddlers tearing up the place, so, or tearing down the place. Or. But today we have a, a message from the Word of God. Before we get to that, I just wanted to mention that the details matter. If you're going on a day trip, if you're going on a weekend trip, if you're going on a two-day trip, from my experience, maybe it's limited, but the details matter, and I'm a list person, so if we're going to the lake for the day or we're doing something else, I'm the one in the family that makes the list, and I'm checking it off, and everybody else is running around and jumping into the vehicle at the last second, (laughs) and so the details matter. The details of bug spray, the details of matches, the details of ice for the cooler, if you're going on a camping trip, or maybe you're like the movie from Home Alone, you left your own kid. But either way, the details definitely matter. And so we need to pay attention to that as we're going through our message today that comes from the story of Abraham and Isaac. There are many things that happened before the nine verses that we're going to be reading today. There are many things that come after the nine verses, but we're going to use these nine verses as a platform into the story, going back 4,000 years, taking a look into the life of these two men. But I don't want it to just be a history lesson. I want you, including myself, to be challenged. I want you to leave here today feeling encouraged. And why? Because the Word of God has penetrated your very hearts. Not because Perry came up with some fine points for you to take home, but because the Word of God penetrated your hearts and made you stop and think of something that you could connect to today in our story that is filled with details. Well, let's start reading the passage. Genesis 22, 1 to 9. Some time later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Then God said, take your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain I will show you. This story today involves a test, the details. It involves a sacrifice, the details. It involves action, the details. 
Verse 3, early the next morning, Abraham got up, loaded his donkey. He took with him two of his servants and his son Isaac. When he had cut enough wood for the burnt offering, he set out for the place God had told him about. On the third day, Abraham looked up, saw the place from a distance. The details, we see faith and action going together in this story. Almost like this perfect tapestry, this perfect story in an ancient history symphony going together. Working together, hand and hand, in the midst of this story. He said to his servants, verse 5, Stay here while I and the boy go over there. We will worship and then we will come back to you. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and placed it on his son Isaac and he himself carried the fire and the knife. My question for myself at least at this point is how can I possibly relate to this story when God has never asked anyone that I know including me to sacrifice my son or daughter. How can we learn from this, aside from it being a history lesson? How can we relate to it? How does this relate specifically to the congregation here at Northgate? How does it relate to your individual lives as we go from pew to pew to pew? With the specific things that are going on in your life. Maybe there's some things going on in your life that only you know about. Maybe you're ashamed to share them. Maybe you just don't want to share them. They're too sensitive. I know even in my life when I'm having coffee or a visit with a friend and they're asking me how things are going and I give them updates on things like my, my daughter's diagnosis with stage 3 ovarian cancer or other struggles, sometimes I really don't feel like talking because I know the more words that come out of my mouth are going to lead to more tears coming out of my eyes. But we all have these Things, these details going on in our lives. As the two of them went on together, Isaac spoke up and said to his father, Abraham, Father, yes, my son, Abraham replied, the fire and the wood, they're here, Isaac said. But where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Isn't that what we're here for? 
And so the details, here even Isaac himself eventually asks, my father is a great man. God said he has great plans for us, but where is this lamb? What is really going on here, father? Verse 8, Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. When they reached the place God had told him about, Abraham built an altar there and he arranged the wood on it in the way that you do it when you're offering a sacrifice. He then bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. This story today is about faith. It's about a test. It's about developing and refining our character as we experience unusual tests of faith. It's about sacrifice. Maybe this is going on for you as a congregation, like I said, here at Northgate. Maybe you have a unique test in your individual life right now. But then we see, as the story goes forward, the lamb is found. And so, as we won't be reading it off the screen, but as it's stated in verse 14, as the story is moving forward, it says that Abraham called this place, the Lord will provide. Because it's at this place where at the last minute, God intervenes and he says, Abraham, stop what you're doing right now. Put down the knife. Because over in the thicket, oh, a perfect unblemished lamb is found. The test is over. But yet, when we take a look at the original meaning of this phrase, the Lord will provide... It means the Lord will see to it. It doesn't say that everything is going to turn out the way you were hoping or wanting it to when your test is over. It doesn't mean you'll understand everything as you're going through this test. It means that the Heavenly Father is working out all the details. He didn't even tell Abraham as this story goes from beginning to end all the details. He gives him some details, gets him going, and says, I'll let you know as you go. And so when we take a look at this story of Abraham and Sarah having his baby. 
See this picture of them holding their baby? Here's the promise. The physical, visual start of the promise where God said, made a covenant with Abraham, I am going to make you and your people into a great nation. And then Abraham and Sarah try to get ahead of the game and have a child with a slave girl, and that's a bit of a disaster, and jealousy is interjected. And wow, the son is still not here. And then the son comes, and I'm supposed to sacrifice him? And then this lamb is found. Yet, we need to ask ourselves the question, what is really happening in this story in relation to Jesus as found in the New Testament? As I've conversed with my my friend and previous professor, Dr. Shepard, Old Testament scholar, he says this about the connection between this story and the New Testament and Jesus. First, with regards to faith, Abraham serves as a witness to the necessity of it in our lives. Second, also with regards to faith, actions like Abraham's are absolutely necessary to prove that we indeed do have this faith towards God. Third, the Abraham-Isaac narrative provides the backdrop for God sacrificing his own son and not sparing him, as seen in Romans 8 which is, as he says, almost certainly an allusion to this story. And then he makes another observation, and he refers to another scholar, a Jewish scholar, John Levinson. And he says, Jesus' gory death was not a negation of God's love, but a manifestation of it. Evidence that Jesus was the beloved son first prefigured in Isaac. And both in the Jewish and the Christian systems of sacrifice, they come to be seen to be founded upon, and this is where we need to pay attention, upon a father's willingness to surrender his beloved son. And the son's unstinting acceptance of the sacrificial role that has been assigned in the great drama of redemption. Also, when we take a look at ancient Near Eastern stories, the way they were told in the Bible is they don't always give all the details. They just get straight to the point. 
And we see this in the life of Moses. We see this in the life of Jesus. We see this with Abraham and Isaac in this scene. So when we get to the story today about God asking Abraham to sacrifice his son on the altar as a burnt offering, we don't see all the behind-the-scenes details. We don't see him tossing and turning at night. We don't see him wondering about all the details. We do see, when we fast-forward to Hebrews, that it said... With regards to Abraham's faith, he must have realized that God could raise someone from the dead. What a powerful faith. Yet when we see Jesus in this picture of him being this gentle shepherd, but also being pure, unblemished lamb. When we look at the life of Jesus and his death on the cross, we see many details as well. And we see total obedience to the Father's will. We see the struggle of the disciples, but we see the total obedience of the Son of God. So when we come to church and when we talk to people before and after the service, when we do this, we don't always see what is going on behind the scenes. We don't always see all the details. But I can guarantee you That people are struggling, people are wrestling, people are crying themselves to sleep, people are overwhelmed by fear and anxiety and doubt. We don't see all these details just like in the ancient Near Eastern way of telling stories, we don't see all the details. But nonetheless, the details are important. And our Heavenly Father is working them all out. And so when we look at our lives And whatever is going on with the specific details of your life right now today on Sunday morning. I want to remind you that Jesus has been working out all the details. He has been helping all the behind the scenes details. He has been providing Things won't always work out the way that they have appeared to work out on Mount Moriah where 
Abraham was asked to sacrifice the son. The last minute, the son was spared. We see that this points to Jesus on the cross. The father saying, you need to be sacrificed, the son this time, for the redemption of all human beings on the face of this earth. Said, yes, I am willing to go to the cross for the sins of the whole world. But they don't always appear to work out this smoothly when we take a look at our own lives. The details definitely matter. All the ones that are seen, all the ones that are unseen, they did in these stories today. They do in our lives. But yet we are called to have our faith and action go together like this perfect orchestra and symphony of faith as God the Father through Jesus Christ the Son and the power of the Holy Spirit are working out all the details. Abraham said, God will provide for himself the lamb for the burnt offering. And so, the both of them together went up the mountain together. But the both of them came down the mountain together. My brothers and sisters, the Lord will see to it. The Lord will see to it. He will see to it that all the details of whatever it is you're going through today are worked out. And may... God the Father, through Jesus Christ, his Son, and the power of his Holy Spirit, help us all today. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for these stories from the ancient Near East and the holy scriptures that are before us today. I thank you that they point to you, Jesus, 
And because of the finished work of the cross, we can move forward with, with confidence of the Heavenly Father that the details are being worked out. Help us all, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.